0: J.D. Radio. I'm going
1: to be honest, I don't, <laughs> I hear you, tra- the fine episode of everything. i nice. host, Chris. <laughs> this is your co-host, Charlie. I'm Charlie. And then today's special guest is the Michael Phelps! Hey, that's me.
2: I'm Michael he's Phelps. He's really here, everybody. This is amazing.
1: He's not the Michael Phelps okay. you're thinking, but he's my Michael Phelps, okay? That's fair. I'm pretty
2: sure your listeners are thinking about me.
1: Yeah, that's probably <laughs> true.
2: Yeah.
3: Everybody who knows Just, this show knows who we're talking about.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's my, my goal in being an entertainer is to get big enough. Like the stoner.
1: No. Like the stoner? Do you smoke? I mean, like, you you declined to uh for this episode and so i
2: yeah i i like will smoke pot alone in my bed yeah but that's so that i can it's a just solo sit there. journey for you yeah it's like to fall asleep or okay. make tv more interesting it does do
1: that for sure see we charlie and i rolled a fat fucking joint and then went on a walk for like an hour and a half today while well, he just took pictures and shit
2: yeah see i used to be able to do that but now i just get scared
1: Ah. I did get a little
3: paranoid on the way back, I'll be honest.
1: Well, there are a lot of very nice houses and we were very high. So <laughs> Well it was <laughs> we look like people casing a joint.
3: Well so. there was that Yeah you do. And I was yeah, like
1: Yeah, I, I know. I was carrying a camera. <laughs> I've
3: seen me. And <laughs> <laughs> you do look like a wet bandit, like <laughs> like if there was a third wet bandit
1: from Home Alone. Oh a what? The Wet Bandits. Is that what? the name of the two peoples? Yeah. Okay. I feel like this is a backhanded Larry Curley and Mo joke, and I can't fully form it.
3: No, Joe Pesci and the other guy.
1: And the other guy. <laughs> I feel like they really left a good
2: name behind when they decided not to go with the Sticky Finger Bandits. That's
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spe- once a child got involved, especially. But, but
3: the idea was <laughs> that, that they came up with their name, and they're stupid, right? Because so, what they did was they would break into these houses, and then they'd leave the water running. So that these people would get back and have a huge water bill, and like the house would be flooded or whatever. Uh, that's why they call themselves the Wet Bandits. But it's stupid, and that's the whole point of the movie, is that they're stupid.
1: <laughs> they're <laughs>
3: outsmarted by a child. Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, yeah, listen to that plan. Yeah. That is not an especially intelligent plan.
3: Yeah, but what... Because, okay, so they would case the joints, and they would see who was going on vacation
1: right i i look you have more knowledge of this this lore than i do okay um because of my need to avoid christmas movies like the plague um so do they go into like why they do that shit or do they just tell you that they do it and then then you just watch them get beat up by a child for four movies
2: Cool. I think it's to leave it up to the viewer to yeah. fill in the gaps there, you know? Because sometimes it's the stories you yep, don't tell. Yeah, the
1: laziest <laughs> fucking writing. God damn it. It's always been. I hate Hollywood movies.
3: <laughs> that's it's a, got Macaulay Culkin. That's a that's a Chris Columbus movie. That's, that's a, I'm going to say it. It's a classic. Home Alone and Home Alone 2. I like oh,
2: yeah. Okay. It had the President of the United States in it.
3: Yeah, for sure. Donald yep. Trump is, and Tim Curry in the same movie. I love Tim Curry very much. Tim Curry's... He's, a, he's great.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. An American hero. An amazing human being. You know, he put out a record in the 80s. I believe it. I didn't
1: know that, but I'm not shocked by that knowledge. <laughs> yeah, it's not surprising. No. He's a multi-talented man. Yeah. He, at one point, somebody was like, on Twitter, talking about how they wished there was more to Tim Curry, like, that they could see. And he responded, and he was like, Madam. I have been in 127 different films. This many fucking this 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 this, yeah. and I have pleasured a lot of women in the process. <laughs> I have to sleep sometimes.
2: <laughs> you know, there's a there's a restaurant in Portland, the Tin Shed, and they have a an entree named the Tim Curry. <laughs> Paying homage. It, it's not called the Tin Curry. No, it's the Tim Curry. They another missed opportunity. Yeah, they I could feel call like it the Tim Curry at the Tin Shed. Yeah, why would you not? And guess what it is? It, it's a a curry. Cur- yeah, a curry. Okay. It's got raisins in it. This is a
1: fucking <laughs> travesty. Get his name off of it.
2: I think you'd like it. I don't think. I'm, you'd like. I will speak for Tim Curry right now. Ooh, and say that he loves that there are raisins in the dish named after him. Not a fan of raisins in my curry, but I think Tim Curry would be like...
3: He'd probably be into it.
2: Hell yeah, I'm a fucking freak, and I love raisins in my curry.
3: Seven days a week.
2: Eight
1: days a week. Beatles. (laughs)
3: Beatles. (laughs) Oh, man. Are we going to talk Beatles this episode? Uh, I mean, it
1: sounds like it
3: chris hasn't seen get back have you seen get back i mean that's I haven't. okay i've I barely to see heard it. any
1: of their music so
3: yeah no chris isn't a huge fan as we found, as I and
2: found that's out. why you didn't know that it's important to have yeah the it's ears the cans torn. on the right side of the ears yeah. so that you get the dual panning like, that the beatles and the pink floyds and I, the Zeppelins I like said, do. i like that he said yeah cans. i didn't i
1: didn't like the pink floyds I was definitely Pink Floyd. I was tripping balls on acid in somebody's living room, and then me and five other white dudes stood around a record player while they tried to tell me how magical the thing I was listening to was, and I was like, "This is noise." This (laughs) is (laughs) you got off on the wrong on the wrong album, then.
3: I, it's easy for a lot of like I don't know because I go I run into this with Chris a lot. It's easy for someone who loves that music to say. Oh well, you just didn't hear it right or whatever. But I feel like that's like a really reductive thing, and I, you know, it it sucks when people don't have that same experience. But
1: yeah, it's
2: like
3: what am I? I can't like impart the knowledge onto your head or something. I can't make you care, essentially. Yeah, you missed the boat. But I yeah. want I want you to. Care. So.
2: You missed you missed the beetle. You missed the slug. The bug. submarine. <laughs>
3: yes, you missed the submarine, dude. We were gonna get there. I've I've <laughs> seen submarine on acid twice. It's good. Oh yeah, it's a good movie anyway. But the
2: first time I when I watched, know it was a movie. The first time I watched it, I was a kid, and my dad showed it to me. And then the next time I watched it, I was on LSD. And I remember turning to all my friends afterwards and being like, "I need to call my dad (laughs) and thank him for showing me the Yellow Submarine when I was a child." And my friends are like, "Don't do that now. (laughs) You're really fucked up." Maybe wait. Oh,
1: I've definitely (laughs) called my dad on acid
3: oh uh, we've yeah we might have we talked about that on the show we probably have i think we have
1: maybe probably so who helpful. knows i repeat a lot of my stories it's true we're here with
3: the real high jinks from dirty angel entertainment here to tell us about an upcoming festival
0: yes you would be talking about the sixth annual northwest black comedy festival taking place right here in beautiful portland oregon at two wonderful locations that's right Two wonderful locations that's the alberta abbey and curious comedy club that's four days of 11 showcases two live podcasts and over 60 black comedians from all over the u.s right here it'll be taking place february 17th through the 20th of next year that's 17th through the 20th february of 2022
1: Get your tickets now, go find them, go look up Dirty Angel Entertainment online. Uh, anywhere you can. They're there on Facebook, Instagram, they're they're out there. Everywhere. They're
0: like the truth. Everywhere. 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 The revolution will not be brought to you by the shape of a war theater. Radio Seance.
2: Radio Seance, where we play some songs and then make some bad
1: jokes.
3: Yeah, it's a sonic journey through the fabric, fabric, fabric of time. Tuesday nights at 8.
1: Shady Pines Radio. With your
4: psychic friends. Stickers by sticker winter. The more than to destroy a car. Remote your badder business or anything everywhere. StickerNinja.com stickers can advertise your band, but how about your business, your event, or yourself? Sticker Ninja has a sticker to fit your need. Sticker business cards, bulk label stickers for your startup product, classic bumper stickers, and stickers in any shape or size for your art. Locally made, high quality vinyl in full color, UV and water resistant. You design it, they print it, you stick it to the man. And right now if you use the code SPR10 you get 10% off your order with free domestic shipping. Sticker Ninja's got you covered, and using SPR 10 gives you an even sweeter deal. Check out StickerNinja.com and use SPR 10 today. Sticker Ninja! <laughs>
2: Lord, for being kind being a of a shitty person.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, what I told him is that I forgave him for being so shit as a parent. Right. I'm like, because you were just a dude trying. You didn't do very well, but you were trying. And I can appreciate that, because there are parents out there that don't even try.
2: But it's good that he acknowledged that, yes, I was, I was a bad parent. And then also gave you the opportunity, hey, man, you're really high right now. <laughs> If you want to talk about this when you're sober and not feeling the love of the universe flowing through your veins, then I think that's responsible of him. Here's a yeah. do-over. Yeah. What yeah. I will say yeah. though well, is that know. I
1: have I have never spoken to that <laughs> man again since. So, <laughs> did I forgive him? Who knows? There's I have a still hard time. time. With feelings. So
3: part, part of part of you forgave him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've always understood, you know that. My parents are just shit at being parents. It's. I think most parents are. Yeah, people are yeah. just people, and you hope you get enough out of it to make it. <laughs> that was that was uh, also back to acid, real acid heavy pot. Uh. <laughs> That's fine. We had our salvia episode already. We've had a weed episode. Maybe it's time for an LSD. It's weird that Joshua isn't on this one. Calm up. <laughs> no. Okay. So,
2: but the the like first few experiences I had with LSD, I like realized like, oh, my parents are just fucking people. They're just people. Yeah. And yeah. they're doing their best to get by and I'm their kid, so that's like important to them. And I'm also probably really fucking annoying. <laughs> and I should just thank them for being parents and not just leaving me in a dumpster somewhere
3: cuz that's that's an option. It's an option. You know, it's frowned upon. So, soon it might be one of the only options. I mean, it
1: depends on where the dumpster is. Because if that dumpster's in front of a church, it's only vaguely frowned upon.
3: Right. <laughs> right? Why is there a dumpster in front of a church?
1: Because it's a church. It deserves a dumpster in front of it.
3: I think they have the dumpsters behind, because that's where you, you generally have a dumpster on a building. It's behind the building. But I don't... I'd like to put the dumpster on top of the church. Oh, okay. There you go. I'm an elevator,
1: elevator up, and then that way you just dump down into a, a silo.
3: <laughs> There's a, the building I park my car in at work. They have one of the like internal garbage chute systems. Where you just like sh- throw it into the chute at the end of the hall and goes all the way down to the uh, garage. It's pretty cool, huh? I, I like garbage chutes. Cool. Yeah, you always feel like I know. I always love stuff like that. Like dumb waiters. It's like a secret passage. Yeah, Yeah. it
2: seems like fancy rich people shit to me, even though it's for garbage. (laughs) Or like a laundry chute. Oh, man. That's like some fancy house shit. I never had a laundry chute, and I was always jealous of kids that had laundry
3: chutes. Or or the vacuum tubes. For the banks. For the banks. Yeah. Ooh, I miss those. Which
1: TV always told me would come to other parts of my life, and then it never did.
3: Uh, did you guys ever see the movie The Shadow? I no. Don't
1: know. Well, now we're going to see a, a scene from it.
3: Yeah, this is a scene from The Shadow. Uh, so The Shadow is essentially a Batman uh, ripoff, or, or, or Zorro. It's that same idea. Rich guy uh, who has some secret identity, and he solves crimes in a New York, essentially. Uh,
1: okay, Batman, Zorro, Big O, but whatever. This, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
3: All of those. Uh, Iron Man. Iron Man. Yep. Iron Man. But it, so he has a, secret, a series of secret agents all through the city, and if they want to contact him, this is how they do it.
1: It worked earlier. Did, does not need the gain? No, that was the thing you were doing.
3: Dead air. Oh wait. Oh no. Oh no. No. No dead air.
1: Uh... <laughs> Just... <laughs> no. Not that one. The other one. This one. Points. I like the theme song. Who the did Trista that? Trista Tyree. Oh, that's Trista. That's
2: Trista. Hey, good on Trista.
1: Hell yeah. She's going viral now. Oh, yeah? Have you seen any of this? No. So she made a TikTok, and her first video is now up over 3 million views. Oh, wow. Because as she was getting uh, some photos taken, right? This train goes by and the conductor of it leans out and does a peace sign and photobombs I saw that. it.
2: Okay, yeah, I did see that.
1: And so ha. they've had that reel just going through the internet and they're up over like over three million views. And then the second video she did also went viral because it was her meeting with the conductor and talking She met about with it.
2: the conductor. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Good honor. Yeah.
3: Shout out Tris for Tyree. Okay, there's just no sound of this clip, so we're just not gonna Well then Fuck it. Anyway, the whole scene... uh,
1: Futurama's version of it is better anyway.
3: Yeah, pneumatic tubes. Anyway, it's a series of tubes, like the internet is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This was a very long walk for a very important payoff.
3: Uh, Also, uh, Tim Curry is in the shadow, so there we go. Hey! Ah, (laughs) It was going to circle back. back. Call back. Actually, Tim Curry was what made me think of the shadow, because... It's a very underrated movie, and he's just in it for a while. But then pneumatic tubes, you gotta... I don't think anyone could have played Tim Curry's role in Home Alone 2
2: outside of Tim Curry. They knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah. For sure. That face, those eyebrows, that grin.
1: (laughs) He's a special man.
3: He is. We just watched... uh, I mean, my family... Because my brother loves the show Monk, which is a pretty good show. Chris likes Mung. Yeah. Uh, but I'm a I'm a big Psych fan. I also enjoy Psych. So I'm trying to get my brother to get into Psych, but he's not really buying it. But there's this episode of Psych with Tim Curry where he's playing, like, the Simon Cowell character on a, uh American Idol uh, ripoff. It's called American Duos, where it has to be a duet.
1: And so, so of course, Sean and Gus. Sean and Gus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <but> the, <laughs> the Magic 8-Ball.
3: Exactly. So, uh, but Tim Curry plays this total asshole He just rips them apart he would do good
2: at that
1: yeah he's great he just he just destroys them do you think he extra enjoys those kinds of roles because he's not an asshole in real life yeah and it gives them the outlet to just fuck up somebody's day it's got to be fun in acting right real cathartic to do the things you would never do yeah yeah i hear a lot that
3: people say like villains are more fun to play because they're more interesting
1: Oh, I was thinking I'd go play a happy person. Yeah, you could also do. T- <laughs> we have a laugh track. I don't know why you didn't. That's fine. You're a piece of shit. Oh shit, there's buttons
2: that make noises?
1: We've got four. Charlie is trying real hard. Oh god. Wait for it. You've done it. This is everything
3: and nothing news. Oh shit. Oh, God. Is that a segment? Well,
1: you've... As you've close to a segment activated as...
2: activated a segment.
1: We really only have one segment. That's true. And it's... I, I, I activated it. Uh, you would think so, but no. <laughs> no? Okay. How do we not have a mental health check-in button? <laughs> that's
3: probably a good, good idea. No,
1: you made a news button, though. <laughs> I know, because...
3: Hey, it's topical. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I have news to talk about.
1: Channel 5 news?
2: Yeah, that's what I was... Thinking. I feel like I saw news today there was news i did not omicron oh yeah I shout forgot. out omicron spreading all over the place oh. but omicron seemingly, Percy seemingly, seemingly not that bad seems like it's uh yeah it seems not like,
3: dangerous seems like if you have a vaccine you're probably still fine
2: yeah even people without there it seems like it's all mild symptoms let just let ev- everyone get covid can everyone just get covid and we can be over it <laughs> That's a horrible thing to say on a podcast. I completely take that back. Uh, leave in the raisins. Cut the everyone get COVID. All right. Or leave it
3: in. Whatever. And you know what? Because if, if, re- if you rearrange uh, Omicron and Delta, you get erotic almond. So there you go. Mind blown. Clearly a liberal hoax. So, uh, so we were thinking we watch this. Are you familiar with All Gas No Brakes? Yeah, sort of okay. Uh, Andrew Callahan and some other people. That I will are...
1: say you probably only need like two minutes of this because it is literally all the same thing. It's true. Uh, we
3: watch his clip sometimes on the on the show, so we're gonna watch this one. He goes to, back to Talladega uh, two years after he last went to Talladega. Do we a butthole or something?
0: <laughs> what are we doing? Actually, butthole!
3: we're just done. Butthole! That's it.
1: So anyway. That is that is his entire fourteen minutes and forty one seconds. The only difference is that at some point somebody does in fact show butthole. And hey, that's it. sometimes you do get what you ask for. People had asked all day, and finally one hero stepped forward or bent over or whatever. Where was this? Talladega.
3: A, a Talladega Speedway. Uh, okay. That Florida. Yeah, that tracks.
1: <laughs> Look shit like this is why I drink Charlie. Well, on the podcast.
3: Okay, so I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not really news. He just. Did you find a Florida man to go with
1: us? The whole thing is Florida man. You want me? Well, I mean, that's fine. The answer is no. No, That's fine. I I didn't prepare anything. I'm sorry, Chris. The only Florida man thing that came across my news desk was not fun at all.
3: Yeah, I've been seeing some pretty not good Florida man. Florida
1: man, be funnier so that we can talk about you again.
3: (laughs) Yes. Florida
2: man, get your shit together. Let's see, let's just, just look well, because we do some writing. God damn it!
1: <laughs> we have a game on this show called uh, Florida Man, Alaska Man, Arizona Man. Uh, true, we yeah, where we'll we'll give you a headline and then you have to figure out or well guess. That sounds really. fun. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hold yeah, over. that's right. Hold on. Just putting you on the spot, Charlie. God damn it! I will make you work. Don't don't look at the screen. Look away. I gotta find it. (laughs) I mean, he has a hard time seeing the screen anyway.
3: I have a hard time seeing in general.
1: Yeah, and I'm getting drunk enough to see doubles, so.
2: It's because you mixed the Adderall with the booze. Yeah. When the internet told you not to, and I said, hey man, you go for it.
1: Yeah, but like, if you had to choose between listening to somebody who, and I'm gonna phrase this as politely as I can, Michael, looks like you, or the internet. When it comes to drugs, I would choose me too. I would choose you. Yeah,
2: I think that's fair. I'm a very reliable source for uh, making bad decisions.
1: <laughs> yeah, the good news is that we're going to uh, we're going to do pictures later, cool. so people will be able to see you uh, when they click on the 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 link for the Spotify or whatever or Apple fucking podcast where I guess we're more popular. I don't it's know true. why that upsets me as much as it does. I should be happy about success no matter where, but
3: cuz you don't use Apple Podcasts.
1: <laughs> I would just rather us be famous on Spotify, which is dumb cuz Spotify apparently doesn't treat their artists very well. Yeah, I guess Apple is the the nicest to the artists. Yeah. Yeah. That's so I what mean, Black Keys said I need to oh. stop being so mad about it and just let this be a good thing.
3: I like your taste in music. Black Keys, Salad, yeah, Dan Auerbach. Yeah. Actually, I'm I'm a big Pat Carney fan. He's like my favorite drummer. He's cool, too. I play Ludwig drums because he does. Did you know when he was growing up, he
2: wanted to be a guitarist because he heard Led Zeppelin and was like, that's what I want to do. But then he lost a pinky. Oh, shit. So he's like, well, I guess I have to play drums. Yeah. Wow. Pinkies are important for guitar. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) fun facts (laughs) with Michael Phelps. Michael with the facts. Hey. Hey.
3: Coming for you.
1: Wait, wait points thank you
3: yes (laughs) all right uh, so we're looking at the screen well you can look at the screen now it's fine now that it's up (laughs) okay alaska man arizona man florida man america's favorite game which reminds me do you need a second
1: another beer thing
3: oh no i've still i'll i'll I'll, I'll let you know when i do okay thank you
1: they're available is my point
3: good looking out man attempts to register beehive as emotional support animal what's your guess that's arizona i'm thinking florida it's Arizona.
2: Uh, I should have. I was just in Arizona, and there were there were so many bees. <laughs> I was I was down there for my mom's seventieth birthday. Oh, really? She flew. Oh, I you she kidding. flew like my like all my nuclear family out to hang out and like put us up in a hotel. It was very generous of her. But one of the days we went out to go to the pool, and the pool literally, I'm not making this up, filled with bees.
1: <laughs> like Henry Winkler. <laughs> covered. Filled with bees. Yes,
2: fill, like <laughs> literally, just bees in the swimming pool, all over the place. It was like they thought it was a giant flower because so they does, smelled the
1: chlorine. So how does swimming in bees feel?
2: I skimmed the pool for like an hour, oh, getting well. all the bees out. Were well, they all just dead? Well, I think the chlorine got them. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. they they seemed like angry. So I did. I, I did. The ones I that were. them were. I yeah. got you. <laughs> Yeah, And then, so I, I probably killed, because I, I love bees. I think bees are really cool. I hate wasps. Yeah. Right. I hate hornets. Don't come at me. Me and bees are like this. Like, we have an agreement. <laughs> I've only been stung by one bee my whole life, and it was because I freaked out. It got under my shirt. And so I think, like, I had to kill all those bees, and then later in the weekend, just randomly at a counter, like, ordering a drink, a bee stung my finger. And I think it was just... Uh, Karma. Yep, and like he was like, I, I heard through <laughs> yeah, the, the hive mind that you <laughs> murdered so many of my brothers and sisters, and uh, I'm just going to sit here and sting you right in the ring finger.
3: Yeah, they're, they're coming for you now. you got to watch out. Yeah, they know. They're going to they send, send Phelps the Phelps guy. They're going to send the murder hornets. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, or you're, okay, here we go. Round two. Man receives free face mask, then breaks into car of donor who gave it to him.
1: That's very Alaskan. Receives a free fit, then breaks into the... I'm going Florida!
3: It's Arizona
2: again.
1: Arizona again! Ah. Oh. Oh. God damn it. All
3: right. Man encases himself in cement outside the governor's mansion.
1: Okay, I know I just said it, but Alaska. Encases himself in cement?
3: Yeah.
2: I'm going to go with Alaska. It's Florida. God
1: damn it! <laughs> I don't know why I'm so upset about We haven't played this game in <laughs> It's been a minute.
2: It's a fun game.
1: It's a fun game. Charlie has um there there is a p- prototype for a live like card-based version of Alaska man, Arizona man, Florida man. I am trying to workshop it. And when we finally do a like an, a live performance of this podcast, the goal is to make all of our people play this game. I just have to figure out the
3: rules to it. <laughs> like I made the game, I don't know the rules yet. Anyway, uh, couple has bear act as ring bearer for their wedding. That's got to be
1: Alaska. That is also my opinion. It's Alaska. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Man charged with robbery for stealing another's burrito by force.
1: I mean, that can really be any. I'm
3: going Arizona.
1: I'm going Florida. It's Arizona.
3: All right. Man threatens to shoot up grocery store because not enough people are wearing masks.
1: Alaska.
2: Whoa. That doesn't seem like it would be. That seems like it would be in Portland. <laughs> it could, it could there's be. not
1: enough people wearing masks
2: in here. The Portland or Vancouver? Yeah, and the Whole Foods? The, uh, the New Seasons, if we're. The New Seasons. That's exactly it. it. It's, they're upset. It's good. They're not covering their noses. I got to say, I love
3: New Seasons. I love it. They, oh, they have such good food. It's almost the friendliest store in town. It really is. One, one guy i was buying beer and we had the same birthday and he's like yeah man hit me up on, <laughs> on our birthday and i'm like i don't think I'm i gonna, won't i don't think you're gonna be here so i don't know <laughs> anyway
2: i'm gonna go i'm going i'm going florida it's florida
3: ah yes. Yes. points <laughs> points Point me up. Bonus round. Challenge mode. This is. Uh, this could be anywhere in the United States. Any state. Oh, shit. It could be Oregon. Three men fined for playing golf in Rhode Island.
1: Okay. What? But we're talking about the people. Yeah. And I don't think the people are from Rhode Island. I think they're going to be from New Jersey. Three
2: men are fined for playing golf in Rhode Island. I'm going to go, uh, what's next to Rhode Island?
3: American education system.
2: I know. <laughs> I was going to say Charlie
1: is New Jersey, even near Rhode Island. Man, I'm dumb. Relatively. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm on the right side of the US, right? Correct. Okay. I'm going
2: wildcard. I'm going to Wisconsin.
1: It's Massachusetts.
2: <sighs> of course, they were probably from Boston. They yeah. were Another Boston drunks.
3: Exactly. Boston drunks. Quarantined man ran a marathon in his hallway. He just ran back and forth.
1: That's just stupid. That's Portland. I'm going
2: to go... Where do they run? (laughs) Where do people run a lot?
3: Well, Portland is called one of the healthiest cities in the country.
2: Ooh, I'm going to go Minnesota.
3: Minnesota. It's Iowa. Iowa. Midwest, (laughs) very close.
2: Yeah. All they have is
1: corn.
3: Man arrested for playing t-ball with his daughter in an empty park. He's
1: arrested? I really wish you would put some context with these no. headlines <laughs> at some point because i have follow-up questions i refuse why was he arrested <laughs> those are my follow-up questions yeah, the start that I, seems I like, like a say,
3: wholesome activity i made this uh like more than a year ago like the beginning of the pandemic i think you can tell so i think what was happening was it was under, like, quarantine order in their town. He was not, he was, like, under curfew. He was not supposed to be in the uh, park.
2: I was guessing it was some shitty state, and he was arrested because he was letting a woman play
1: t-ball. <laughs> oh, see, I, I thought it was going to be alcohol in a place it shouldn't be. That was my guess.
3: So there's a, there's a cross-section of how our minds work. Okay. I'm going to go with Texas. Say Texas, Chris, Yeah, you
1: have a guess? Oh, shit. Um, Georgia.
3: It's Colorado.
1: Colorado.
2: <laughs> yep. You get outside of Denver.
3: I think that's... It. I think that's They the don't end. want women playing baseball.
4: Thursdays at 11 p.m. to midnight. Bridge City Passages with DJ SAG. This is a love letter to the city. Thursday nights at 11 p.m. One full hour of local music. Artists and bands from Portland and the Pacific Northwest playing curated sounds from local musicians, and underappreciated Portland talent. The greatest town in the country. Rip City. Thursdays at 11pm to midnight. With DJ SAG, Bridge City Passages, on Shady Pines. Bridge City Passages. Shady Pines Radio, that cool, delicious internet sensation for your ears, (sighs) is now available as a free app. Yes, the coy diverse flavor of favorites like Inside the Fishbowl, Friends of Slop, Toasty Tunes, and Nocturnal Submissions, just to name a few, can be enjoyed in app form for both Apple and Android phones. Go now to your Apple App Store or Google Play and look for Shady Pines Radio. And listen to Shady Pines Radio in an app. You know what we do have, though? What do we have, Chris? One fucking segment on this
1: show. That's true.
3: We only have one segment on this show.
1: (laughs) It's called the Mental Health Check-In. Oh. Uh, And really, it's just since, you know, the soft apocalypse began. Right. How have uh, have you been doing? Have you been maintaining? If you have, how? And if you have not, here's a good time to go ahead and vent. Yeah, I mean,
2: I had the unique experience of really uh, not a ton changing. I mean, I couldn't, like, go out and anything, but I, I, like, just went to work through the whole pandemic. Yeah. Because I had to. Uh, How have I been maintaining? You know, I don't know. And maybe I haven't. (laughs) Maybe I haven't been. That's fair. Maybe I am a a loose cannon Maybe there's some screws that have come unfastened in there and I'm just wandering through the world being like, yeah, that's, everything's
1: fine. You're just that think, episode no, think, of Friends where Ross where is just like, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. That's basically my whole life. Yeah.
2: Pre and post pandemic is just, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, it's probably fine. <laughs> and then the inside is just a turmoil of uh, rage.
1: <laughs> oh, man, I feel that. Are you are you in therapy? Not currently.
2: I did a lot of therapy in uh my early 20s. Yeah.
1: How how old are you now?
2: 33. Okay. Okay. So I did like 4 or 5 years of therapy in uh college post college.
1: Did it uh did it help with the things you needed <laughs> help with? Oh yeah, definitely. Good, good.
2: Definitely. But how am I doing now maintaining? Yeah. I don't know, just keeping busy with artistic outlets like the comedies and the musics and the
1: like my father's place
2: every Friday. <laughs> every Friday, my father's place on Grand Avenue. In Portland. Eight thirty PM signups. Nine o'clock showtime. <laughs> Come on out. Come on out and perform. Come on out and watch. I'll Come on honest.
1: out. Get some chicken fried steak. Get yes. some breaks. I was going to say, yeah. when I was there, I feel like breakfast foods was their main oh, yeah. attraction. Ooh, the chicken fried steak. And the it's good. Corned beef hash. $3 Rainiers. Ooh. Also, yeah. There's a lot there's a lot to offer.
2: Oh, yeah. And I'm there, hosting the shit out of the open mic. <laughs> Talking to the proverbial couple in the front booth. Being like, are you sleeping with each other? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Do you even know each other? Do you just sit there?
2: I don't know. I don't know. There's always a couple in the front booth. I always talk to them. And they're always nice. Yeah.
3: Well, there you
2: go. So yeah, that's how I'm maintaining. uh, Talking to couples at the front booth of
1: my father's place and asking them if they are sexually involved. (laughs) Does your... So you're hosting an open mic on a weekly basis, right? Yes. Um, Does your set change much weekly oh for my host set yeah yeah mostly just uh do like crowd work just whatever's,
2: and then like whatever joblin. joke whatever joke i like, can stumble into i'll do that but come out friday nights my father's place i feel
3: like, I feel like it matters
2: daddy's diner that's what i'm calling it i
3: <laughs> am not gonna call it that <laughs> <laughs> i i feel like uh speaking of like having a creative outlet uh one of the memes that I've kind of seen floating around the past couple of weeks is like the, the, it's like white guys will start a whole ass podcast instead of going to therapy, and I'm like <laughs> I feel that, or white guys will, uh, or guys in their thirties will write a whole D and D campaign instead of going to therapy.
1: Jokes on you! I do all three.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I've been feeling that a little bit lately. It's you know,
1: you've been like, writing a D and D campaign
3: no no i've been doing the podcast
1: oh sorry i was excited about (laughs) D. &D, charlie i'm sorry
3: chris i just i I feel like i'm bad at it so i'm I'm taking a step back for a while okay i know nothing
2: about dnd
1: oh no have you ever played
3: no Again, it's like if you don't like the Beatles, I, I know I can't like explain it to you <laughs> to make you want to do it. So I
2: know, I play... like,
1: is it is it a lack of interest? Is it a, a you just haven't had the opportunity?
2: I've just never, I've never done it. I think uh, the people that were doing it and you know, and like when I was growing up, I was playing sports, so they were like, "Yeah, that guy isn't gonna do it." I don't really even know what goes. I know that there's a twenty-sided die. That's, that's basically that's it. That's correct. That's basically it. And there's a dungeon master. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what that means. It sounds <laughs>
3: uh, somewhat sexual. Yeah. So the the dungeon master writes a story it's depending or, on context, or or the kind of ca- sexy the outline of a story, and then the other people that are playing create characters, and they act out what they think their character would do in these certain situations. But uh, the actions that they take are decided by rolling the die. So or, if they're successful or if they're not successful. So that changes which direction the story goes.
1: Right. Who your character is decides what you would try to do. Exactly. The dies decide whether it works.
3: Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So you can you can choose your profession. You can choose the race of your character. And there's different fantasy races you can choose from. Can I,
2: can I be a locksmith? Yeah. yeah.
3: Sure. Tight. <laughs> you could be a dwarf. You could be a elf. You could be a... Noel, like,
1: I would definitely I say a that's a rogue bureaucrat. Class.
3: You could be a bureaucrat, absolutely. <laughs> like I am going to stamp these papers with my notary. The one thing is, you have to kind of have a little bit of like, why would? You, as long as your character has a reason to be going on some kind of adventure, because if you're just if your character is just sitting there stamping papers at a desk, it's not super exciting. What if
2: my character just w- wants to put up a bunch of red tape?
3: Literal red tape, just every. figurative red <laughs> oh, okay. tape to be
2: like, no, I'm a bureaucrat. You can't do that. I need to notarize yeah, your good people. I need exist. to notarize yeah. your twenty sided die.
1: Yeah, yeah. Lawful good is a uh, is an alignment on your character chart. Um, okay, and that is a hundred percent what that sounds like. Oh like man, like anything dude. that is against the rules is a thing. You're like, nope, can't can't fucking do that. Oh man, they've got everything the, covered. The, I can't poke much.
2: holes in this at all.
1: I mean, it's been around for a while, and they've been updating it fairly regularly. We're at Edition 5 now, since, what, the late 70s? Yeah. Uh, Oh, man. This game goes back.
3: Yeah, Gary Gygax. Here we go. Uh, This is
1: my dice bag.
3: Ah. Okay, here we go. Here here we go. So, (laughs) is anyone lawfully bad? Yeah, there's
1: lawful evil. Ooh, yeah, for yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Your supervillains tend to fall into this category. Now you're speaking my language. Uh, Ganon from Legend of Zelda for example would be a, a lawful evil. Right. Because okay. he works within the, the bounds of the government.
3: The, the Hyrule. Kingdom of Hyrule. He knows the king and stuff. He just works his way in.
2: Man, what a douchebag. <laughs> yeah. You play, usually. You play
3: Zelda? <laughs>
2: no, not for years. Uh,
3: okay.
2: Not for decades, decades maybe. Decades really.
3: Okay, This. Okay. we finally got one good. All right, lawful evil uses well-ordered systems and strict code of conduct for evil. So they if they follow their own code, even. So yeah, anyway, you have your characters, you choose an alignment. You can change your characters' oh, alignment. Oh, you have to choose an alignment.
1: Well, your story can change your alignment.
3: That's true, too, yeah. I played a bard. I was chaotic neutral. And then I witnessed one of my compatriots, one of my partners in the adventuring game, just straight up murder a nun. For no reason, and so I turned chaotic good, because I realized I had something that I, there was a line I wouldn't cross, you know.
2: And it was killing nuns.
3: Yeah, just killing defenseless nuns. We they were in disguise, and we like. Anyway, it was a whole, it's all you. You get caught up in these huge stories because, you know,
1: it's so the whole idea is to be creating a whole <laughs> right right story with your friends. Hell yeah,
3: and it, and you know it's improvisation because you're you're. It, some people tend to act more than other people, but if you're if you're really into it, you can act as this character, and you're trying to like improv in the scene, essentially, kind of all the time.
2: Yeah, I remember if my friend's brother in high school was into D and D, and he was like, "I've thought about taking acid and playing D and D, but I think that someone would get stabbed." Yeah, I was like, "I have no idea what you're talking about, dude," but yeah, that doesn't sound good. I mean, it's a fifty fifty shot. <laughs> Said things would get too real, and then someone would get hurt.
1: I was like, this, I'm gonna go
2: play baseball.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's not, that is not a thing you tell somebody that you're trying to get into a thing. Yeah, Mm, probably not good. That's not the way to do that. Um, But I mean, I don't know, I've had a lot of fun. I have a, a specific character that I have, he basically reincarnates, because the lore of Yarek, Right, is the first campaign he was ever in. He's a um he's a halfling rogue or a halfling bard. bard. Uh comic specifically. Um and he wound up with a special item called Yarick's sleeping bag of holding. And what it is is basically a little bag that he can jump into and it has his whole bedroom. Oh that's cool. For like living on the road or whatever, <clears throat> he just stashes the bag somewhere, hops in and he's got a place to go sleep for the night and he hops back out. Saves him on That'd be good for a road comic. And shit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. i just got a bag that I can. I don't need a motel. Give me the Fuck money. That.
2: Give me the money you would spend on the motel in straight cold hard cash that I can spend on cocaine. I've got a bag I can jump in.
1: Yeah. <coughs> I mean, I wouldn't tell That's the people that because I have to go hide the bag later so that I can just. But yeah. And so the problem I ran into was as I was fighting a god, uh, somebody had thrown Yarick at said god. And then another person was in the middle of throwing a portable black hole. <laughs> and they rolled poorly. And so it hit Yarick's sleeping bag of holding. Well, in an interdimensional space running into an extra dimensional space causes a shattering of reality. And so in Yarek's lore, multiverse theory takes hold. And bits of Yarick shatter off into whatever other campaign I want him to be in.
2: I'm mean, going mean, to I say that all of this sounds made up.
1: It, oh, it is. <laughs> Every bit of it is. What do you mean? Everything is made up. Haven't you figured that out yet? This is way out there. Yeah. I don't think there's even dragons. I fucked dragons in that campaign. That first <laughs> campaign, I fucked a dragon. Hell yeah. Yep. Just like... donkey. I was building the Ballad of Donkey. Yeah. Just, <laughs> that like, was- just like Donkey from Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> so he's not Eddie Murphy. I'm not quite that good, no. Okay, but did anybody watch the Eddie Murphy SNL episode that he did most recently? Yeah. No. What? Did he host SNL? It was a little while ago, but It was like last year? Yeah. I wish he'd been better. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt watching it. And I was like, I get it. You haven't done it in a while. But, like, maybe you should have brushed up before you went on national television with this. And, like, I can say that because Eddie Murphy doesn't give a shit who I am. He didn't have a good monologue? Usually the comedians have the best monologues.
3: Because
1: they just do... I don't know about monologue. He did one of his old things. Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, now I remember he that. He reprised
2: that. Ah, it... uh, that was funny. I thought I yeah, that was a I great it, sketch. I thought it
1: lacked <laughs> energy. I think,
2: I mean... Can I do my jewel in here? Go for it. Sure. Cool.
3: We smoke in here. <coughs> speaking of this. My,
1: my landlord doesn't listen to the podcast.
3: <laughs> yet.
4: <laughs>
3: don't let them. now all right.
0: My neighbors were all black, but now they white. The check, cash, and place turned into a bank. Elevated work And the staff, they don't stink.
2: The white people came and changed everything. Do you have the rights to this video? <laughs>
1: no but good news we post on places where it doesn't matter
3: this is transformative content we are reacting to this that's true yes that's yeah. the key as long as we're reacting oh wow look at this he's he's talking about gentrification yeah
2: that's topical gentrification
3: look he plays along you can you can stay you your goodness you knew to call you. You to call them cans. <laughs> you're in.
1: <laughs> That's how I got this job. That's true.
4: Atlanta. Anyway,
3: yeah. So he came back. He did his old his old bit. Uh, he did. I don't know. I think it was. I think the gen the the reception was generally positive, in that he did yeah. it at all. Because compared to when they did the 40th anniversary, and he just said like nothing, like he didn't even talk for two minutes. Um. You know, it was good to see him, like, back in form, kind of doing something
1: anyway. No, I wish he was back in form, is my problem.
3: Well, I mean... <laughs> yeah, he's not really doing much these days. Did you guys see...
2: Well, yeah,
1: then why is he on my TV? Did you
3: guys see... Because Dol- he's an icon. Did Man. you guys see Dolomite?
1: Yeah, I did. That was actually not bad. I know. Uh,
3: it's it's uh, the real story of Rudy Ray Moore, who kind of jump-started the genre of the exploitation comedy... Kind of thing, and he had this style of rhyming that was influenced the first rappers. And Eddie and his brother Charlie were both really big fans as kids. So he made this movie as as a kind of tribute to the story of Rudy Ray Moore making his first movie, and he dedicated it to Charlie, who of course died recently.
2: Okay, I was just gonna. I was just gonna ask, is Charlie Murphy still alive? Because I thought I remembered he was dead.
3: Yeah, that
2: was that was sad too. Yeah, he was very funny.
3: Anyway, it's on Netflix. And it started out as a stage performance where we would do this kind of thing of this character. Way
0: down in the jungle deep, the lion stepped on the signified monkey's feet. The monkey said, motherfucker, can't you see you standing on my goddamn feet? The lion said, I ain't heard a word you see. If you say three more, I'll jump off on your motherfucking head. <laughs> hey man, don't give me that buddy hackett shit. Make that shit swing. Put your weight on.
2: Yeah, There it is. Now it's grooving.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I love the this. Bit. It's nice great. Using this Said
0: it think I'm into all this ass-kicking shit. <laughs> he ran up on the line the very next day. He said, oh, Mr. Lion, there's a big, bad, burly motherfucker coming your way. He said, "And he's somebody that you don't know, because he just broke loose from Wrangling Brothers' show. <laughs> he said, he talked about your people in a hell of a way. Yes, it talked
1: about your people to my turned brain. <laughs> But yeah. Yeah, anyway. I mean, I, he did fine with this. He did not do well on SNL, though. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> it's, it's your opinion. Yeah. You're allowed. But you think he did okay. That, let's watch the I monologue. thought that one sketch was good. I don't remember the monologue. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Eddie Murphy. And of course, we have to keep in mind, like other writers help write the monologues too kim kardashian's monologue what actually wasn't that bad recently
2: oh god i hated it you hated it i hated it
3: i thought it was, i mean obviously it's them poking
2: she, it was just she was so like unnatural which i guess everything about yeah that woman is
3: unnatural well, that's what i'm saying her delivery was awful because she is just robotic kind of like yeah. Okay. Like it's that. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. I don't know over. why she was uh, hosting a sketch comedy show. It's it's like Chris's soulless uh, customer service voice that he doesn't have to use anymore.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. We From should my st- part of the mental health check-in, I uh, I started meth and quit my job. <laughs> nice. Chris is doing great. Everybody. <laughs> I uh, no I'm, I have Adderall prescription now because uh, my therapist was like, yeah, do you. Well, the the way he got into it was weird. He was like, "Well, first off, how do you sleep?" And I was like, "I mean, sometimes." And then, um, <laughs> and then he was like, "Okay, are you dyslexic?" And I usually start those things with, "I don't know," like you're supposed to diagnose me. You know, that's a
2: weird like first question in a line of questions. How do you sleep? And then,
1: are you dyslexic? <laughs> well, they're both trigger or er, er, things that are tendencies for people that have ADHD. Oh, okay. And then I was like, I don't know. I mean, my A's and my E's get mixed up when I type. Uh, And he was like, okay, you do with numbers all day, right? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, how often do you have to correct the number before it comes out of your mouth? I was like, like 80% of the time? He's like, yeah, you're fucking dyslexic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: I think I've got some mild dyslexia. I used to to deliver pizzas for work, and uh, sometimes I'd end up... At the wrong Yeah, and I'd be like, isn't this No, it was like sixty-four thirty two. Oh no, it's thirty-six twenty-four. Uh oh. (laughs) I am in the completely wrong part of town. And this pizza is cold. Already. Yeah. They didn't like that. No.
3: Some sex lydia.
2: No good. (laughs) Sex Lydia. (laughs) We took that one off.
1: (laughs) that is not the button i was going for that's fine will you go this one points yeah
3: oh thanks
1: (laughs) i uh i was a a pizza delivery driver for a while for for pizza slut and uh Ah, hut life hut life hell yeah did you guys also uh find an outside (laughs) section of your pizza hut to hot box i smoked in the walk-in freezer yeah, we didn't want to contaminate the food. Nah, it was it was
2: Super Bowl Sunday, and my manager was yeah. like, "Phelps, Phelps, come in here. I need help with something."
3: <laughs> Safety meeting.
2: Yeah, and then he was like, "That's here, what we called him." This is a stressful day. Hit this. And I was like, "Oh, all right." <laughs> that was back when I could smoke pot and like do things because I was younger and more spry.
1: Did you did you have an incident or did you? <clears throat> oh no, it was
2: just it was uh,
1: super busy, and he was just going in there and was like hey come on come on jump in no 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 no. i mean why why you can't smoke weed around people anymore um like w- i guess did something I, go wrong or was it just you had a bad time once and then it was over no i think it was it maybe was when i i lived in japan for
2: a year and they don't really do the marijuana there it's very very frowned upon yeah uh, very there are some illegal, there. and so like I did, I did I did like score some pot there, but I wasn't able to like do it regularly. And then when I came back, the pot was so strong that it was just like, oh shit, I don't think I can really like, do this anymore. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's pretty intense nowadays.
2: I mean, it was strong when I left. I was only in Japan for a year, but still, like smoking the weed sporadically that was there which like compared to what we have here is fucking just ditch weed that grows in the side of the road and then coming back i remember like having a like a homecoming party and a friend of mine was like yeah hey, you want to smoke some weed here have some of this joint and i was like oh fuck yeah tight and like took two hits and coughed my ass off and was like oh f- i am
3: so fucked up right now marijuana <clears throat> it Her- because Her- it's so much stronger now than it was yeah, then you have all the fucking shatter and Her-
2: heroin no. extracts, and Jesus Christ, serious, like, yeah. I don't need to smoke crack if I want to smoke <laughs> pot. Like it's insane. I mean, I don't know. I'm a big
1: fan of my cartridges.
2: Those are nice. There was there was a time they I come, come got, in fruity flavors and shit. I got a cartridge. Uh, this was like maybe a year and a half ago. I got a cartridge over near Suki's. At uh, this little pot shop, and it was. Oh, okay. It I was, was. I
1: thought you were referencing a mic, and I was like, I still haven't been to that one.
2: Oh, it's delightful.
1: Is that sarcasm? I mean,
2: I l- I like mics that don't have people there. I, I find them <laughs> challenging and fun because it's just like, all right, well, let's get calloused up for a barroom
1: show. And it just deaden my soul a little more. Yeah, I love it. It's what we call the grind. Yes, grinding. It grinding your soul Grind- to a nub, yes, until you basically don't exist and then you for can say stage. whatever you want <laughs> on stage and nothing hurts you anymore exactly it's fantastic very healthy mental health check in <laughs> everybody. Charlie, before we move on, how are you doing
3: uh I don't know. Uh I just got back. Uh, I spent Thanksgiving weekend with my family, which is always nice to see the family and kind of like just detox almost. Charlie
1: has like a family that loves him and shit. Oh, yeah, me too.
3: Oh, see, it's it's nice sometimes. It, it is. And you know, your mom flying you out to Arizona, that's that's cool. Yeah. yeah. My mom uh wants to go <laughs> to Disneyland for her 55th birthday, so she's thinking about we'll go there. Uh so maybe that's gonna happen. But anyway, so it's nice. But then, like, I'm I'm always torn because I'm like I want to come back and get back to my life. But then I get back here and I'm like, oh, what life? I just work and then <laughs> come home and watch TV and then go back to work the next day. Like that's life. I guess so. That's all it is. This it's is America. Sisyphus,
2: baby. You know, oh. you're just pushing a stone up a hill and then watching it roll back down. And that's. But uh, this
1: is why you also have. Your cooking show you occasionally do. It's true. Your streaming that you occasionally do. It's true. Your podcast that you frequently do. It's true. We're doing it right now. Here it is. Right meow.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I film, I fill my time with a lot of stuff. And, I feel and
1: your like photography, which you've actually been keeping up on. Photogs.
3: I, yeah, I'm I'm trying to, I'm, I don't know, I'm trying to increase my output. I'm like, if, if I want to pretend to be some kind of artist or creator, then I should create an art.
2: Have you ever thought about getting into stand-up comedy
3: (laughs) i just i don't know if i'm uh we've talked about this before on the show i think but you know i i love stand-up comedy and my dad who's been on the show he's a big fan of comedy so he instilled that in me and
1: um you know all i'm saying charlie is that you have enough thought to figure out how to write a joke before you got on stage If you chose to do stand-up comedy, I firmly believe that you would sit down and you would write some setups and some punchlines and there would be like a real set that happens. Yeah. Will that set be fantastic? Maybe not. It's your first time. You're expected to bomb about as poorly as you will ever do in your entire stand-up career. Because your first one should really fucking, like, nuke your soul real quick. <laughs> I wish that had happened to me. I'd probably be a happier person. I have I have <clears throat> one joke that was salvageable at all from my first time. Yeah. And I, I still kind of bring that, belt, that one back every now and again, but I still haven't figured out how it actually ends, which is the unfortunate part. That's yeah, gotta have an ending yeah the, but it's from my first fucking set i hate that it's the one joke that stayed with me for all eight fucking years i've been doing this now and i cannot figure out how to end it
3: I, the that's see that's probably my thing the idea of writing something i i love writing stuff and that that sure totally i have a book on comedy writing and whatever but the idea of performing it slightly freaks me out and i and I'm, I'm well accustomed to the stage, but I'm a drummer. I sit in the back. That's I don't need to talk. Uh, yeah. If I'm protected yeah. by my
1: drums, then it's fine. I can, stay, I can Charlie, talk. Charlie, it's going to take, I'm going to say, like, between seven and ten times no. of you getting on stage and just doing this. You're like a Shiba Inu. Every time you get uncomfortable, <laughs> you just grin harder. But, like... See, that's good. Once you get past that part, and like the audience will feel that energy. They'll n- for First off, if you tell them it's your first mic, there's a lot of leeway that you get. And you can do that like four times before they catch on. Because we don't remember anybody <laughs> until you've been around for a minute. <laughs> I think I'm going to start doing that at my father's place when I go up to <laughs> my host first set. the mic and be like, <laughs> this, this is
2: my first, first set. Um... I really hope that you like it. Uh, if it goes bad, everything's going to be okay. And then I'll turn to the front booth and be
1: like, how are you two doing? <laughs>
3: you, um, Tinder date?
1: What's you going on? You,
3: you're on a date night?
1: Or um, getting ready to get married? Or I what? Have, I have a question, Michael. Is it always supposed to sound so much like you're trying to be a unicorn? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say unicorn. Maybe, maybe du- duo corn.
2: Oh, two two horns. Two
3: corns.
1: Two corns. Two Well, a unicorn is just the third person they bring into the relationship.
3: Michael, speaking of comedy and stuff, uh where can people, if they want to find more of you, where would they like to fu- where, where can they do that? Well, I'll be
2: uh, trying to get the front booth to fuck each other at my father's place every Friday. Right. Sh- sign ups at nine at sign ups at eight uh, thirty, show at nine o'clock. Um and then I do have a a show coming up uh, at the Fun House Lounge. Oh, this guy. On December 16th at 10 o'clock. It's called Guest Spot. Awesome. Hosted by Nick Scalzone and Bjorn.
1: Bjorn. Bjorn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then as far as online, if people wanted to figure out where you are uh, after December
2: uh, on Instagram at MJ Phelps uh, on Facebook is Michael James Phelps and I don't even know my Twitter handle alright <laughs> that's fair enough respect that but follow Instagram MJ Phelps also uh, follow my band The Quality on Instagram at The Quality Band
1: hell yeah well, right. now I'm sad that we didn't. We're, we're going to have to have you back to to delve deeper into the musical side, there so that you and Charlie can have a, a real conversation.
3: Sure.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Music. Yeah, please come back. Drums. Yeah. Guitar. Bicket about. Yeah. Singing.
3: The creation of melodic tones.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful. Speaking of beautiful <laughs> melodic things, Charlie. <laughs> that's
3: Yes. You, hey, you can find us also on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Everything and Nothing uh we uh, we have a patreon patreon.com slash everything podcast check out our anchor page i don't know anchor.com anchor.fm slash every and not all one word uh hit us up on our email uh everything and nothing podcast 2020 Or everything and nothing 2020 at hotmail.com we haven't shouted out the email hotmail hotmail old school i i chose specifically to get it on
1: hotmail uh And, of course, every Thursday morning from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Shady Shady Pines Radio.
3: That's right.
2: Shout out Shady Pines. Fuck yeah. And there we go. That's it.
1: Yeah. Fucking bye.